grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is from Mark. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good shepherd, good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered, no one is good except for God alone. One thing you lack, he said, go and sell everything and give it to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven. Dear friends of Christ, if I mention the name Warren Buffett, what do you think? Well, you think of a guy with a whole lot of money, right? And of course, Warren Buffett has made billions uh, through the stock market. And he uses his money in a good way. I mean, he helps people. He is known for his, his uh, generosity and his, he's, he's a philanthropist of, of no match. He's quoted as saying, there is more than one way to get to heaven, but this is a great way by giving my money to help people in need. Warren Buffett believes that a rich man can get to heaven if he gives enough. Of course, he's wrong. And in our text, that we meet a man kind of like Warren Buffett. And this man was incredibly wealthy too, had lots of money, probably some power with it. He was rich in things, but he was poor in spirit. He didn't have faith. This young man was not on his way to heaven, if you know what I mean. But he wanted to go to heaven. Now, he wanted to be there. Warren Buffett wants to be there. There's a lot of people in this world who want to be there. So this rich man asked Jesus a question, and he said, What must I do to get there? What must I do to inherit eternal life? And, of course, his answer betrayed his faithless heart, didn't it? It revealed his faithless heart. Do you know how? Did you hear it in the question? Again, let me read the question again. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Do you hear the problem? This guy thinks he can get to heaven by what he does. He could have he could have asked, how much money do I need to give of my wealth to get into heaven? How much? Is it 1000 Is it 10000 How much do I need? Come on, just let me know. What is it, 50? 50000 Is it 500 what's, what, what's the deal? Okay, just tell me the deal and we'll, we'll work this out because I'm a pretty good guy. I'm a philanthropist. I can help you out and you can help me out. How do we make this work? Well, what amount does it take to get into heaven? What amount of money? What amount of love? What amount of compassion? What amount of faith? And so we consider our theme this morning. How do you get to heaven from here? How do you get to heaven from here? A children's song attempts to answer that question of how we get to heaven from here. It says, oh, you can't get to heaven on roller skates because you'd roll right by those pearly gates. A pretty cute song. But the song is wrong (laughs) because it implies that we can get to heaven if we just stop grieving the Lord. 
Just stop grieving the Lord. Oh, you can't get to heaven in a rocking chair because a rocking chair won't get you there. So I ain't going to grieve the Lord no more. And it's just that simple. I just ain't going to grieve him. So if I want to get to heaven from here, I'm just going to stop sinning. I'm just going to give more. I'm just going to live my life for Jesus. I'm going to do things so he can't let me out. I'm going to stop being bad. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with that. The rich man in our text thought he could do that. Thought his life counted for something. He ran up to Jesus. He fell on his knees and he begged Jesus. And it, it all is a beautiful scene you know, of a man who has a good heart and he's, and he's running up and he's kneeling before the Lord and, and, and he pleads, what must I do, oh Lord, to inherit eternal life? See how sincere I am and see, see how much I love you and how much I desire you. And, and listen, listen, this guy was, I think he was probably a good guy. This guy was probably intelligent. He was probably good looking, successful. He's one of those guys that, well, you'd want your daughter to bring home, right? At least according to our sinful human standards, he was a good guy. He probably had a long list of things he'd done to help people. He had probably had a long list of, of moral attributes. And he was certain because of his moral portfolio. He was certain with that moral portfolio that he had in his pocket that he could get to heaven from here. However, if you want to know how to get to heaven from here, well, you have to start with God's law. You have to start with what he demands. And you know, people today, they don't understand God's law. Matter of fact, I'm not sure people of any time have. They put God's commandments away, and they don't remember them. They put God's commandments away a long time ago. And I can't even, they can't even begin to understand what God demands of them. They don't get it. They don't know that God demands total perfection. That's what I ask the kids. Did you know God demands you to be completely, totally perfect to get into heaven? That's right. Did you know that? Only perfect people are going to be in heaven. And you'll either be perfect by your obedience and be perfectly good, or you'll be perfect by the blood of Jesus. But only perfect people are going to get there. There's two ways. Either you're perfect, or by Christ's blood, he's going to make you perfect. So what are you? How do you get to heaven from here? You have to be totally perfect. And that's what Jesus said. These very words came out of his mouth. He said, you therefore must be perfect as my heavenly Father is perfect. That's the law. <laughs> oh, but Lord, I'm not perfect. And most people have a deep spiritual problem with that because most people realize they're not perfect. They don't even realize how spiritually bankrupt they are because they ignore God's law. Most people don't know that the only way to get to heaven from here is through the blood of Jesus. It's through the spiritual riches that only Jesus can provide. 
So how would you answer the question of the rich young man? What must I do to inherit eternal life? How would you answer him? You know, people are still asking that question today. You know, people want to get to heaven. Even people who claim that they don't have God, they'll say, you know what, when all push comes to shove, I want to be with God, I want to be in heaven. You know, most people believe there is a God. Most people believe there is a life after this. Though they don't know who God is. However, most people believe that Jesus does exist. That he lives. Most people believe that God exists. But listen, let me fill you in here. Scripture says simply believing that God exists will not get you into heaven. Did you know that? Simply believing that God exists will not get you into heaven. That's what James tells us. You believe that there's one God? Well, so what? The demons believe that too, and they tremble with fear. Oh, the demons know that there's only one true God, And the demons also know that they're enemies of this God. And the demons also know that they're condemned forever. And they know that they've lost the fight when Jesus said, it is finished. The demons shudder. There's going to be a whole bunch of people standing in heaven. But Lord, Lord, didn't I call upon your name? Didn't I say that you existed? Didn't I run and fall down at your knees and say, oh, but Lord, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Wasn't I one of those people? begging oh you just tell me what to do i'll do it i'll do it i'll be faithful i'll be a good guy so you can't get me you can't leave me out of heaven but they don't realize that because of their unforgiven soul and their sinful condition they're enemies of god too the rich man acknowledged god existed didn't he don't you remember he wanted to go to heaven He wanted to know, how do you get to heaven from here, Jesus? Please tell me. And so Jesus showed him. Well, the way you're trying to get there, well, you have to be perfect. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to take you to God's law. So Jesus takes him to the law of God and says you have to be perfect. Sell everything you have and give it to the poor. And then you'll have treasure in heaven. Sell everything? Come on, that's a little ridiculous, isn't it? That's a a little ridiculous, don't you think? What what if I just give a whole bunch of money, of my money away? That ought to work, shouldn't it? Just be pretty generous? Surely that should count for something? Be nice to people? Do more good than I do evil? Surely that should count for something? And Jesus says, no, the amount doesn't matter. It must be perfect. It must be everything or not at all. The bottom line is you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Can you be perfect? Only perfect people get to heaven from here. And the rich man wasn't perfect. And our text says, At this the man's face fell, and he went away sad because he had great wealth. Oh, 
But the question still remains, how do you get to heaven from here? Now you good Lutherans should know the answer. Good Lutherans know the answer, how do you get to heaven from here? And Christians know that you don't get to heaven from here by, by doing good things. Because our good things are never enough. There's no amount. Because no matter what we do, it's always tainted by our sinful nature, our sinful desires. So how do you get to heaven from here? Scripture says it. Simply believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. Trust in Jesus. Trust in his blood. That's right. Paul wrote, the word of God is near you. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. That's the word of faith that we're proclaiming, that you put your faith in Jesus. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Messiah, the Lord of God, that he is God himself, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Because with the heart one believes and is justified, declared holy, declared perfect. With the heart one believes and is declared righteous, and with the mouth one is saved. Sometimes we have a hard time believing it's that simple. The salvation is all bound up in Jesus, so freely given. And we truly do believe that salvation somehow has to depend on me. And so we run and fall in front of Jesus and say, Jesus, look at me. Oh, what must I do? I'm, I'm pleading with you. You know, just tell me what I have to do to get to eternal life. We'll make a bargain deal here. It depends on me. It depends on my doing. It depends on my giving. It depends on my, my obedience or lack of obedience. It depends on my, my worship, my devotion, or my lack of devotion. But it doesn't. Listen, even Warren Buffett, with all of his great wealth and his incredible philanthropic endeavors, he will not be in heaven because of them. He will not be in heaven because of his generosity. And that's why Jesus told his disciples, children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And of course, all of us who don't have a whole lot of money, we think, whew, I sure am glad that I'm not rich because rich people won't get into heaven. Well, those rich people have a burden. I'm glad I'm not rich. Well, consider this. Do you know the people who live in the United States of America are rich? Do you realize that if you own a house, a car, and have some kind of retirement plan, that you're in the top 2% of the world's richest people? 98% of the world is poorer than you. And Jesus says, children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And we have computers, dishwashers. We have computers in our pockets. We have flat screen TVs, air conditioned home, cars. 
And even though these are economically hard times, we're rich compared to the rest of the world. 56% of the world's population lives on less than $2 a day. 56% of the world's population lives on less than $2 a day. And if rich people like us can't get into heaven, who can? And the disciples got it. The disciples understood what Jesus was saying. And so they asked Jesus, well, then who can be saved? If that's true, who of us can be saved? I want you to examine any part of your life with God's law. Examine any part of it this morning. Apply God's law to it. Are you perfect? Is it enough? Does it satisfy God? Is it enough to get you to heaven from here? Without the blood of Jesus? And the answer is no. No. It's a clear no. It's not enough. You can't do that. You're not perfect. No one is perfect. Exactly. And if we're all too rich to be saved, then how is anybody supposed to get to heaven from here? Who then can be saved? And of course, Jesus answered this. He says, well, with man, it's impossible. You can't get yourself to heaven. But with God, all things are possible. God can get you there. God can get you there from here. You know, we are spiritually bankrupt people, but you know what? God has done the impossible with us. He has made it possible for sinners to be saved from here from this fallen world, through the blood of Christ. God has done the impossible. For through Jesus Christ and His blood, we have been declared holy. We have been made holy. We have been made good. God has done the impossible by sending His Son Jesus into the world. God has done the impossible by nailing all of our sins and acts of disobedience to his body on the cross. God's done the impossible by sending his son so that all sinners could be declared perfect, holy, sinless, forgiven through the blood of his son. God has done the impossible by forgiving people and giving them life for those who confess their sins. So how do you get to heaven from here? Confess your sins and believe that God has saved you from death and the grave by His grace. It's the same thing we confess here every Sunday morning, isn't it? We confess these words from 1 John. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins. He's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God did the impossible when he transferred all of our sins from our soul to Jesus. God did the impossible when he punished him 
for us. God did the impossible, the miracle, when he added Jesus' perfect life to our account and sullied the account of Jesus to the extent that he had to be crucified and then God punished him for us. God did the impossible when he raised him from the dead. And God will do the impossible. When God, one day, Jesus comes back and, he, and your body will be raised from the grave too. God has done the impossible by taking poor sinners who love their material things, poor sinners who are rich in things, and God has made us rich in Christ. So, we can get to heaven from here, but only through Christ alone. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.